Yo, 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 Thought Warriors. What is up? Higher Learning is on. This is I, Van Lathan. And it's me, Rachel Lindsay. Sorry, I didn't have my headphones in. Very upsetting. Very upsetting. I just had a conversation with someone who I admire a great deal. Who do you admire? Alistair, who's right there. You guys remember the saga of Alistair, who uh, was treated as an outcast at his school. Nobody wanted to sit with Alistair. And now Alistair's right here. She, he's with Rachel. Yes, he is. Out. I'm looking at him right now. He's waving. He's giving me <laughs> Steph Curry vibes. He loves Steph Curry. That's so funny that you say that. He said he's giving you look like Steph Curry. You look like Steph he Curry. He said, of course I do. Well, of course you do. That's what I'm talking about, Alistair. That's his favorite mm. basketball player. He looked up at the screen one day and said, he looks like me. Representation. He does look like him. Representation. See, kids see themselves in different basketball players. You know what I mean? Kids see themselves in stuff. In stuff. Okay. So there's been something. There's been a development in the Thought Warrior Nation. Have you heard about this, Rachel? I've heard inklings of it. There's a new star amongst us here. <laughs> Which we all, we so always know. It. We always know. Well, speak for yourself. You know what I mean? Speak for yourself. I never knew that it would go down like this, but I got to be honest with you. I'm enjoying the conversation surrounding toxic Trudy. <laughs> That's not- <laughs> Trudy is a star. They love her. Yeah. They love yeah. Trudy. And I'm here for it. I love it as well. You know why? Because this is the thing. I don't really know what the kids are doing out there on the dating scene. You know, Same. I don't know what's happening on Twinder and Bumble and Beelzebub or whatever these things are that people are going on and meet people. <laughs> so I don't know what's happening, but Trudy does. Before we get into Trudy, because I got a new question for Trudy that I asked all the women out there. I'm, I love these ask women. We've never done this before. We never had like the battle of the sexes here on uh, higher learning, which it seems like we would do more of that type of stuff. I well, I feel like we battle it out each podcast, but you're right, we haven't. We haven't dealt with specific topics, and I'm so glad mm. that someone like Trudy can bring that to the forefront because we should be doing more of that here on Higher Learning. We should. We definitely should. Uh, how was your weekend? Uh, my weekend was good. I actually went to Vegas. Are you a fan of the show Yellowstone? <sighs> yeah, Daddy. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, I am. Of course I love Yellowstone. Okay, you're in the shot, just FYI. <laughs> Brian, say hi to Van. He He's talking about how lean you are. Brian, what up? Look how lean he is. He looks lean in the morning. He said See, he looks how lean in look. the morning. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> um, uh, no, this weekend I went to Vegas to, to interview mm-hmm. the cast for the prequel of Yellowstone, 1883. 1883, yeah. Which I don't watch Yellowstone, but I started 1883, and I got to tell you, it's good. Talk to Sam Elliott, Tim McGraw, Faith Hill, Isabel May, and LaMonica. I want to say his last name's Garrett. Not quite sure, but fantastic, fantastic. So I was in Vegas for 12 hours doing that, interviewing the guys of a new reality TV show called Finding Magic Mike. And it's all about body positivity. It's not the typical, they don't look like necessarily the Magic Mike live show or those in the movie. It's just professional men, lawyers, trainers, analysis, whatever it may be. And they're trying to be the next Magic Mike. And it's about finding yourself, finding your confidence. It's very good. It's very good. 
be on yeah. HBO Max. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You see, there's there's a lot of uh, and Alistair's right there, so he's gonna hear me. See? No, no, no. You're on headphones. He can't hear you because oh, okay. headphones. But then, see, here's the thing about Magic Mike. There's a lot of penis manipulation that has to go on. Well, we didn't get that far. The show doesn't go that far. They dance. Yeah, they dance, but they have to. Like I look, I know what goes on in these strip clubs. By the way, when women go to see men dance, it is fifty times raunchier than when men go to see women dance. That's true. That's Penises true. all in face, pythons coming out of okay. underwear. I've like all never people, seen like a guy helicopter. just whip it out at a strip club. That happens. That happens. Now I have seen the girls that talk at, about it. Like they talk talk about the dude do the helicopter with it, put the towel up, all kinds of stuff. Is with, they put a sock over it or a towel. Now I have seen yeah. more at a at a gay strip club. At a gay strip club, I did see more. Are, are there specific? Are there specific? Stri- I well, guess there would be right. I it never, was. I know there's, it, was there's club, it was a club. It was a club. It was. It was Pride Month, and it was actually Kalika was with me. What am I talking about? <laughs> she was right there hey. with me. <laughs> we were. We thought we were going to a party, and it turned out to be a whole lot more. A whole lot more. Yeah, it was like a club slash strip. And they so, and they uh, that I've never seen it that graphic before. So these guys, oh, they had, they had, it was full on, it was a butcher shop, meat and everywhere. And people were touching and that, no, there were no rules. And we were just sitting back like this. Yeah, sure you Like were. I'm not prude, but, but that was, sure, sure. it was, I, I wasn't sure expecting it. Sure you were. Sure you were just sitting back there. Yeah, whatever. But so good for those guys. That's not, I'm not losing weight for that. I'm losing weight to be a better boxer. Not to be able to swing my shillelagh all over. Anybody question that. But thank you for clarifying that that's not why I could you be a, I could be a good stripper, though. I got moves, man. I could be a good stripper. I'm a great dancer. That's that's great. I will say that I saw Magic Mike. Which one? And the first one. I don't. I didn't need the sequel. I got it the fucking first time. Okay? Who's the, the first one was enough. So I saw Magic Mike. Good movie, by the way. Channing Tatum, really spectacular dancer. Yeah. Did you not see Step Up? Yeah, I saw it, but I don't like movies like that, man. I don't like those. I don't like like I, everybody's looking back at Save the Last Dance right now and being like no, those scenes were that's stupid. Not the same and, thing. And, 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 and and to be honest with you, that's I thought Save the, the Last Dance was stupid when it came out. I got into a huge argument because we all went to see it, and it was like guys and girls. And when she hit those, when she was dancing at the end, I was like, "Yo, man, you got to fucking be kidding me!" She looks terrible julia styles like she's doing yeah yeah exactly yeah, she looks fucking terrible and then you had go back and watch that scene from save the last dance and then you have the guy who also turned up in cruel intentions and then in barbershop i don't know i haven't seen him lately you have the guy looking at her like oh shit she getting it She's learned the essence of the streets i'm like what the fuck is this nigga on it was the hill like, toe Remember, everybody's like, oh, she hit the hill toe. <laughs> it's so bad. So Channing Tatum, though, was a real dancer. There's a difference. There's a- Yeah, Jenna Dewan, they were, they were great together and stuff. Mm-hmm. So this Sunday, this Saturday, I had a very profound experience. A friend of mine lost his father. He is Jewish, and I did something called sitting shiva. Hmm. It's apparently a custom where after... Uh, 
a tragedy or someone passes away, someone receives people into their homes and you talk about stuff and you comfort people and you get to tell stories about the person who died and stuff like that. So uh, it was interesting. Uh, he had lost his father, my friend Lawrence, and obviously I lost my father this year. So I did that Saturday. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. It knocked me on my ass all the way until Sunday. I just kind of took a weekend off from doing stuff because it was a lot of heavy emotional stuff going on. But I'm back. I'm back in full effect. And I'll tell you why I'm back. Because I have a question for Trudy. All right. <laughs> Comes That's back to Trudy. Trudy okay. Jones. What Trudy do you Jones. want now? <laughs> so don't do that. Okay. Trudy, you got to so embrace I, this. The people yeah, love you. Yeah. So I asked a question on my Instagram and on my Twitter that got people talking. Okay. This was the question, Trudy. It was men versus women on Instagram and Twitter. That's what it says. The question is, ladies, is vulnerability a desirable trait in a man? And if so, why? Now, when I asked that question, the women were like, yes, yes, of course. The men were like, that's not true. I can't wait to I can't wait to hear all these women lie because men feel like women. They we will tell you something when we're feeling vulnerable. And then when the women get mad, they will then use that fact, throw it in your face later on when they're upset with you. So I want to ask both of you ladies, is vulnerability a desirable trait in a mate? And then number two, have you ever taken something that a man has told you when he's vulnerable and thrown it back in his face. Trudy, you go first. Well, I'm going to say emphatically, yes. Like nobody wants to date just like a stone cold killer. So, um, yeah, like, and I've done it. I've dated like a stone cold killer. Like I really don't care. I'm a good nigga this day and the third and I have no feelings and that's what I do. And I'm just not interested because I'm a sensitive soul, but y'all would never know that, but I am. Um, and, but would I, would I throw it? Have I ever thrown it in their face? I feel like I need an example because I don't want to sit here and lie because I. Give you an, ex- okay. I give you an example. Guy gets an argument with okay. his dad. All right. Gets an argument with his dad says, you know, me and my dad, we don't really have that much of a relationship because when I was growing up. He was never around. All he did was run with women. All he did was go around and date chicks and do all of this stuff. And he never really had the time for me. And sometimes I feel like that connection isn't really there. You're telling your girl about this. Then something happens and she looks at you and she's like, you know what? You just like your trifling ass daddy. All right. That is because it's probably, you know what I'm saying? Your that's probably your trifling ass daddy. And that's why your daddy was around there fucking all of these hoes and stuff. And that's why you ain't shit today. And now you feel like you shouldn't have told that because now it's getting thrown back in your face when mad day comes. All right. That's what they're talking about. I've seen it happen. Boy, I tell you what, when my parents I learned so much about my grandparents from my parents arguing. Like so much about my grandparents from my parents arguing. I love you, mom. But mom used to look at that and be like, it's because your mama was a hoe. <laughs> okay, you know what? 
I'll be honest with you. Your mama, I your think mama was a hoe. Everybody, your mama does was this. running around here with town. Your mama was running around town with everyone. Your mama was a hoe. Let's just be honest with you. You calling? You said talk about me. It's your mama. Okay, who was so a I okay, so I can <laughs> I understand the question a little bit better. So one, yes, I crave vulnerability mm-hmm. from a man, but have I ever used something that they told me and like reversed it on them? I think I believe in fighting fair. I do like. I know that sounds crazy, but I do believe in fighting fair. So I would never use it and throw it in their face. But please understand when I'm upset, I'm hitting the group chat with my friends. Like, first off, this nigga has me fucked up. And it's because I should have known he don't even get his mom something for her birthday. So why would I think he would treat me any better? So yes, that has happened. And that's a true story from um, college. So like, I hope that that was a real answer. It is, but don't we all do that? Don't we all in an argument There are times where you take something that they told you, period, and you throw it back in their face. And I don't think that it means you don't want somebody to be vulnerable. I just think it means that when you're upset and you're angry, sometimes you hit below the belt. And that's not a that's not gender specific. We all do that. I'll be honest with you. It's been my experience that women do that more than men. I'll be honest with you. Oh, I'm not gonna, no. I, I, like, I, but, it, but, you, but, you, been, but here's the thing. Been, you don't oh, know that. On, you don't know on. it it's from been, the other been, side. Like a dude's I not going to do I that don't. to you. You don't know. Like I'm telling you this and Trudy back me up. Dudes are so different mm-hmm. in relationships than they are with their boys. It's like, I'll, I will tell like, uh, girl, obviously, but like so different, like totally yeah. different from what you think. So when you, when you say, but when you say that's not women do it more than men, it's because you don't know what your boys are out here doing behind closed no, doors. I'm, no, no, and no. We're I've witnessed you. The, no, what I'm saying is I've witnessed the arguments, you know, like, so here's the thing. And I think sometimes it's, I think sometimes it's about what's considered oh, a low blow. Oh, hmm. like and, and, and so I, I would my, my parents would argue, and my dad would say something to my mom that I think he didn't think was a low blow. Right? I think he'd say something to her like he, but it would be a question of her character that she would take as a low blow, and then she would turn around and and like d- take the the most painful no. shot at him that she could. We're better mama's, at it. Mama's, mama's soldier. Yeah, We're mama's soldier. Women are better like at it. We no, are 100% are. better. That's but I it. will say, men, y'all is trifling because when, you know, you're going back and forth. Oh, matter of fact, perfect example. Um, you could be out of the store or something and your man's just being a little bit too friendly. You get in the car, G check him about it a little bit. Nothing to cause a whole big fight, but just enough to, you know, let you know that you're irritated. Then, you know, you might be in a fight a couple of weeks later and he gonna look at you and be like, okay, but well, you're insecure. That's that shit. Cause you know what the buttons are. And I think that that's what men do. There are hot button words, Whoa. insecure being the- one of them, that when you throw it at a woman, mm-hmm. that is, that's like a real jab. And then all bets are off. And I might call your mama a hoe. So let's stay there. So, so, so let's, so let's stay there. Isn't there, a le- isn't there a, in this situation that you just laid out, what's too friendly? Because if there is something to be said that if you are, perceiving something that's actually not too too friendly as too friendly then there might actually be a little insecurity there and 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 talking about the insecurity might not necessarily be the worst thing in the world like 
if if I'm like if if I'm in a situation where the insecurity is causing an issue in a relationship, I think it's healthy to be like, yo, this is actually not me. This is you. I don't think that I'm really doing anything wrong. Like, like if I, I, I was with a girl one time and I was leaving out of a, uh, of, of a seven 11 and I held the door open for some, for the woman to walk into the seven 11. I smile. How you doing? It's like, uh, you just let you know, you don't need to be holding the door open. For That's, ridiculous. That's, That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Right. I, I understand. I'm not saying, but there are levels to this. And in that situation, in, in, in that situation, I have to be like, yo, hey, man, seriously? Yeah. Because, like, you have to be able to talk talk about that. Like, you can't you can't be that touched by shit. That's 100% you know, you know what I mean? accurate. So, and there are levels to it. But I think that a lot of times there's, like, a specific person that maybe the woman know your woman knows that, you know, this girl likes you or whatever the case is, and she's doing the most to constantly get your attention, constantly get a reaction, all of that. So if I put you up on game about homegirl already, and then you feed into it because it just feeds your ego. And I mean, everybody has an ego. Um, and I get in the car and just lightly tell you about it. Don't do that shit again. And then you, you, you later, like a month later, we're fighting and you just out of the blue call me insecure. No, now we're fighting. Now it's fistica, right? for sure. Mm. Right. Fistica. fistica. <laughs> Truly. Okay, before we get off this, I just want to make... I want to ask you one last question. Do you want to walk back in any way? <laughs> don't, don't do it, Trudy. Your statements about hairlines, your statements, the talk of our thought warriors was whether or not Trudy is toxic, whether or not Trudy has a point. You took over the entire subreddit the subreddit is popping right now so i'll do you trudy do you want to in any way oh look right now the latest question on the the subreddit i just pulled it up gift cards on dates hell no this woman has a hold on this woman has a i want to read this story gift cards on dates hell no a man brought me to a restaurant he suggested where his sister gave him a gift card to Months in the past, I felt like it was cheap as hell, and he let me pay for drinks before saying he was using the gift card at the end of dinner. Never spoke to his ass again. It's cheap and weird that you take someone to a place just because you have a gift gift card. Uh, you you all are so weird about this gift card thing. Some people may view it as financially savvy. Some people may view it as you being cheap. Either way, it's probably not going to be the thing that makes or breaks the first date. I asked my wife about this. She didn't have a problem with it. I don't know why it's looked down. Look at how crazy people are going back and forth. <laughs> and this guy says, top left 404 says, man, I'm so glad I only do situationships. Toxic. This guy says, the gift card thing is <laughs> dumb and immature. You know. I love it. It's crazy. I love it. But Trudy, to an are you going to answer know, the question? Is there anything you want to I'm, I'm really back? happy that we started a dialogue. I think it's important because what do we do here? We learn. Um, but in the words of Ms. Nene Leakes, I said what I said. Yes, Period. you did, Trudy. Mm -hmm. Yes, you did. Mm. <laughs> I love it. Mm. I love it. And I think this should be a weekly thing. Where we talk about it, because like Van and Van said at the beginning, we're we're not in that world anymore, but a lot of people are, and a I lot of people ghetto. have questions, and a lot of, and Trudy, a lot of people agree with you. I, let that be. A lot of people think that you're spot okay, on. Period, and they know. Shout out to uh, the Trudy Warriors. 
<laughs> Trudy Wars. No, no, oh no. You, you ain't gonna take over the name now, Trudy. That's enough. Yeah. That's enough. No, 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 no. She's got she's got <laughs> Trudy's Trap. Trudy's Trudy Trap. Trudy's Trap. Trudy's Trap. All right. Uh, I, I, you know, I think that there's, but you admitted that you're toxic. I right? think you said you admitted before. Yeah, we got on, yeah. Said, guys, not toxic. done with me yet, mm. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> mm, mm, not done with any of us all right trudy thank you uh we're gonna take a break first of all we're going to start by acknowledging that there was a horrible horrible environmental tragedy that happened environmental disaster natural disaster should i say that happened uh the last couple of days tornadoes ripped through parts of the mid-south and midwest um and have killed up to 64 people i think the number is right now um i think the states involved here i know that kentucky was particularly hard hit uh but it it, the disaster lasted hours and traveled more than 200 miles at 50 miles an hour just a wave of tornadoes uh it's a terrible thing now the fema chief has said that this is a new normal that natural disasters of this magnitude is something that we should be prepared for um, and something that we should almost learn to live with because of the climate crisis that we are facing in the world. Uh, Deanne Criswell told Jake Tapper this, um, and that to me is one of the most chilling things I've ever heard. I grew up in Louisiana and there was tornado watches and warnings all the time. But this was different. This was aggressive, destructive, sustained natural chaos. Uh, you see, you see stuff like this. You hear stuff like this. Obviously, I survived Hurricane Katrina. Obviously, there are other things. What do you feel like it's going to take for people to take climate change as seriously as it needs to be taken? Well, it's like anything. It's got to affect you. It's got to be close to you. And I think before when you hear about about climate change and the climate crisis and all of that, you think of it as far away. You think about Antarctica or you think about, you know, what's happening in the Amazon and you don't, you don't, it's not real to you. But if you think about it growing up and we both lived, I lived in the tornado alley. I'm not sure if it, if it stretches to Louisiana. I don't it believe it does. Not quite, not like, like, not like that. But tornado season was April to November and we're in December. And I remember a few years ago, a tornado hit in Dallas, right outside of Dallas, the day after Christmas, 10 people died. Tornado went right over the freeway. And it's it's instances like that where you're like, what we what we've are what has been the normal, what we've been accustomed to isn't the reality anymore. And because of what's happening to the climate, it can happen at any moment. It's very and it's unpredictable. And I think that's also the the takeaway from this. So I think to answer your question. It's got to affect us. It's got to be personal to us for us to realize. And we have to talk about it, right? We can't just say, oh, a tornado swept through six different states and and killed almost 70 people and it's estimated to go to 100. You have to talk about the reason as to why that's happening so people can correlate the two and understand that there's a real issue here. And I think that we don't do that sometimes. We just talk about there being a, a tragedy you know, in regards to the weather, but don't necessarily correlate it to the climate crisis. 
So I'm glad that we're having this discussion. I mean, I, my heart goes out to everybody that's been impacted to, by this and they're still going through it. And it's such a tragedy, but we also have to correlate it to what's happening in our environment because this is, it's not going to stop. Um, so it's interesting because I once had a conversation with a friend of mine, conservative guy, mm-hmm. cool guy, conservative guy. And we were talking about climate change. We were talking about climate change. We were talking about uh, sort of what needs to be done. And I said, don't you feel the need to preserve the earth for humans that might be here a thousand years from now? He said, I don't care about humans that are going to be here a thousand years from now. I couldn't care less about that. I care about the economy and the uh, the happenings on the earth now within my lifetime. Don't care about it 6,000 years, 1,000 years, 100 years. The question now is, do you care about it five years from now? Because I think that we're starting to see, um, if you're paying attention, the the uh the results of climate change hit the world in real time and i'm wondering if people are actually prepared like there's a lot of stuff so i read something a couple of years ago that talked about the fact that we're going to look up one day and key west is going to be gone Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know uh and it's happening it's happening before our very eyes miami and uh, miami look at the building that collapsed they say, I mean, yeah. they say there's uh, Miami is going to be underwater. South Beach, South Beach, I should say, South Beach. So the question then becomes, what can you do about it? And it's very, very clear. We talk about the difference between the left and the right. And you guys, as you know, I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Democrat because I don't. And I'll explain this right now. I'm, I'm not a Democrat because I don't agree with or subscribe to the inner workings of any particular political party think a lot of it is just fluff that has nothing to do with actually governing and making people's lives different. So I don't want to identify with a party uh, that I don't like the way it's a party I don't want to be invited to. I don't want to go to the party. Okay. But I am a liberal. And this is one of the reasons why. There's a clear cut line in the sand between one particular uh, brand of political thought that takes climate change into consideration when it makes policy and another specific brand of political thought that acts like it's a hoax and puts fossil fuels, coal is besides you, Senator Manchin, uh, and other things along those lines ahead of what we're doing to our planet. There's actually no subtlety about this. There is one part of political thought that believes climate change is real and that we need to do something about it. Now, how aggressively we try to mitigate what's happening is up for debate and some people are strong on it and some people are uh, are weaker on it. But there's, in most cases, another part of American political life that thinks that none of what's happening is real. And you should consider that when you head out to the polls. And this, when people ask, well, well, what's the difference between Democrats and Republicans? What's the difference between the left and the right? They're all the same. I understand what you mean is they all act the same. 
you know, they all might have the same rhythms of speech. You might not be able to tell the difference just looking at them. But if you start talking, there is a difference. And this is one of the differences. So if somebody ever asks you, well, Democrats, Republicans, they're all the same. Yeah, they're all white supremacy has its claws in either side and all of that stuff. But there are differences. And this this issue right here is a huge, gigantic difference. You know, I I completely agree with you. And I also just wonder, too, if it's it's interesting with with the guy that you had the conversation with. A thousand years, he said he didn't care. Did you ask him if he cared about five years or 10 years? I told him it wasn't going to be a thousand years. Because I'm curious as to what their response would be then. Because I wonder if some of it is just the people think because they're uneducated on it, oh, that's a thousand years away. Or that's, you know, uh, geographically so far away from where I am, which it's not. So how do we bring to the forefront to people hey, this is a reality that can happen in your lifetime and then educate them on, and this is the the steps that you could do in your community or you know within your everyday life to help fix this problem. Because I think a lot of people put it out of their minds because they're just, they don't care to know because they don't see it as imminent. You know what I mean? There's a movie that's coming out right now, Don't Look Up, that's literally about climate change. Have you seen, have you heard of it? Mm-hmm. Um, but it deals with a comet. I haven't watched it. I don't even think it's out yet. But um, I think that's to educate people about what's going on. But how do we make it imminent for people? Mm. Uh, Don't think you can. And I'll tell Mm. you why. I I think this is a part of the problem in dealing with the post-fact society, which is definitely what we're living in now. So we're living in a post-fact society. We're living in a society where Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the framing of the argument means more than the actual meat Mm -hmm. of it, right? It means more who's talking to you than what they're talking to you about. Um, There is consensus on climate change. There is scientific consensus on climate change. As much of a consensus as you can have scientifically, right? Mm -hmm. These are things, these are... uh, Alarms that have been sounded long ago that people should be put it to you. These are alarms that have been sounded long ago that people should be taking as fucking seriously as they're taking anything else. But there are interests that are getting in the way of that. Mm-hmm. And there's money that's getting in the way of that. There's economic concerns that are getting in the way of that. And which they don't normally, they don't necessarily have to, but they are. Right. Mm -hmm. And so uh, because of that, this is not an argument that's normally had in good faith. Like is my point. This is not an argument that's normally had um, with people who really want to find solutions. They want to be right. So I don't know what you have to do. Hmm. But one thing that one way you can make your voice heard uh, is at the ballot box. Yeah. If you care about the people that died in this unspeakable environmental disaster, then make sure you think about them when you're voting for people uh, who might do something to try to undo this, even if we can. I'm not up on the science. I don't know how far along we are. I don't know what we're going to do now that's going to stop this from happening next year, the year after, or whatever. So, you know, who knows? Who knows? But definitely, um, 
there's a political issue behind this, but the the biggest issue is definitely hearts go out, thoughts and prayers go out to the Absolutely. family of the people who 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 passed away in this just scary, scary, scary situation. Okay, uh, back to Texas. Chief Justice John Roberts has warned the Supreme Court over the Texas abortion law. In a strongly worded opinion, uh, joined by the high court's three liberal justice, justices, Roberts wrote that the clear purpose and actual effect of the Texas law was to nullify this court's ruling that he said undermines the Constitution and the fundamental role of the Supreme Court and the court system as a whole. All right. Um, this was a remarkable plea by the chief justice to his colleagues uh, on the court to resist the efforts of right wing lawmakers to get around the court's decisions uh, that they dislike. In this case, we're talking about Roe versus Wade. Um, now, does this give you any hope? Because I got to be honest with you. I believe that Roe versus Wade is currently on life support. Yeah, I think they're going to do it. I'll be honest with you. I I think they're going to do it. This coming from Chief, Ju Chief Justice Roberts, does this give you any hope that the Supreme Court might actually decide, find themselves, find their humanity, find their sense of duty, and decide to uh, not take away women's reproductive rights? No. Because if that's the case, they would have go ahead and, and granted the injunction to stop this this law from currently taking place. But this Texas, is coming from the chief justice now. That doesn't mean anything. It's still got to be. It's still got to be a majority vote. He doesn't get extra points just because he has the title. Mm -hmm. That that's long gone out the window. It's a it's a conservative court at this point, which was what we feared would happen when they appointed. Um, um, oh gosh, what's her name? I can't Comey, 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 whatever her name is. Sorry, sorry. Excuse me. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I just can't remember her name. Amy. Uh, Amy Coney Barrett. Thank you. Uh, this is what we feared would happen. And it's happening. And yes, he holds the title. And there's the whole article about like, does it even mean anything? Has he lost the, the power? You know, like they don't defer to his opinion by any means. He's dissenting in this in this um, decision. And he's making he's he's giving he's putting his opinion out there. But they're not changing the way they think about it. And they're not ruling on they ha I mean, they haven't made a decision. They haven't overturned or overruled Roe v. Wade. They haven't modified it. It's more as if they're punting it back to federal courts and allowing this to stay pl in place. And when I say federal, I mean the lower courts to stay in place and are saying, oh yeah, providers, they can sue. But they're not making a decision on it. And I think that they're avoiding having to make it, but the, the time is going to come where they're going to have to make a decision on it. And I think based on how they decided here by still keeping that law in place, they're pretty much telling you that without overruling Roe v. Wade. Because this law, as it stands, contradicts Roe v. Wade. And they're allowing yeah. it to stay in place. I start to think, you know, like, um, you don't watch comics. You don't, you don't read comics or watch comic book movies, right? Uh, no. But you don't. No, you don't. You don't even Who is Superman? Do you know who that is? Come on now. Who's Superman's girlfriend? Lois Lang. We've okay, talked just about making this. sure. We've talked about just this. Making sure, we've talked about it. Okay. Sometimes you. And this is why heroes are necessary in the comic books, right? Because the schemes by the villains are just too good sometimes. 
Sometimes Lex cooks up a scheme and you're like, God damn, Lex. Like, you're like, shit. This, how in the world, like, would we beat this if we didn't have Superman? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, if we didn't have a hero that uh, could do anything, was invulnerable, and could, like, like, how would we beat this guy? We're getting to that point. We're getting to the point to where I look at the Texas abortion law and I'm like, it is so unbelievably devious. Mm-hmm. It is so thought through with ill intent. How do you win against it? And who is going to stand in the gap between the people that have dedicated so much time and energy. It's really an evil law when you think about it, right? Absolutely. It's an evil law that turns citizen against citizen. It's an evil law for its intent in trying to take away women's reproductive rights. But I said this before with the, like, there needs to be, like, I don't think that we're being, I think that one side is playing uh, a, a very direct high stakes game and the other one is playing politics as usual. And I don't know if the bell, if the alarm has been sounded here. So I looked at this from Chief, Chief Justice Roberts and I thought to myself, huh, that's actually a positive that he's telling them that this is what they're trying to do. They're mm-hmm. trying to usurp and undermine the authority of the Supreme Court. But at the same time, they know that's what they're trying to do. Of course. When I say they, I mean the creators of the law know particularly that that's what they're trying to do. And in my opinion, you'd have to be a moron to be a member of the Supreme Court and not know that that's definitely what they were trying to do as well. But they do know that. I know. So I'm trying to figure out like, if this is all just bluster. Well, it is. Because if you were upholding the law, then you the law... Roe v. Wade says this is illegal. So then what are you standing on? You're not. They're punting it back. They don't want to make. They're just they're just it's the inevitable. If this if you're not going to make a decision or you're not going to modify things as the way that they are and you're just going to keep punting it back. If it punts back to the federal courts, there's going to be a case that takes it back to the Supreme Court eventually. Now, granted, they can choose not to hear it and they can keep playing that game. But. If they don't want to say it's contradicts the law, which they easily could, then aren't they pretty much saying exactly what it is that they feel without having to do it? That's why I say it's all with the court as it stands. It's inevitable of where things are heading when it comes to abortion rights. Um, And let it be known, you guys, that Alabama, Florida, I think Arkansas. And there's another state that have already proposed this same bill in their states that Texas has. Um, interesting development, California assault weapons. Gavin Newsom on Saturday has actually taken a page out of the Texas voters, uh, Texas uh, abortion laws playbook and has promised to empower private citizens to enforce a ban on the manufacturer and sale of assault weapons in the state. He is going to do what he thinks is going to be uh, a Texas abortion law style 
initiative against assault weapons. It's uh, California has banned the manufacture and sale of a bunch of assault weapons. It's been that way for a very long, long time. A federal judge overturned that ban in June, saying it was unconstitutional and drawing the ire of the state's Democratic leaders. What Gavin Newsom wants to do now is have a situation to where private citizens can then do the same thing that the Texas abortion law does, but in this case with assault weapons. Uh, States can now shield their laws from review by the federal courts that compare assault weapons to Swiss Army knives, and California will use that authority to protect people's lives, where Texas used it to put women in harm's way, Newsom said in a statement released by his office 7 p.m. On Saturday, this is the worst fucking idea I've heard of in a long, long, tell me why, long time. Okay, number one, I'm not a fan of the assault weapon. I am a gun owner, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not a fan of the assault weapon. Everybody, the the big situation is whether or not you need an AR-15, whether or not you should be able to have an AR-15. It doesn't stop there. I hope that people understand that we talk about the AR-15, but there are things beyond the AR-15 that are lawful. Grenades are lawful. Mm You can lawfully own grenades. Grenade launchers are lawful. Like these are lawful weapons in places you can you can have a grenade launcher. Yeah. It's like not illegal to have it. You know what I mean? Um, but I think that this creates a direct conflict between people who may have assault weapons and people who might not have them. And I think you have to take into consideration the psyche of somebody who might have 25 or 10 or four AR-15s and what this, what a situation would look like in this in the provocation of people like that. And is that a road that we want to go What down? are you trying to say? That they're, it's going to cause them to use those weapons? Maybe. By suing them, because that's the thing, they can sue them. So they so they take them to court, and they would sue them, and get up to ten thousand dollars for suing them for manufacturing, distributing, or selling assault weapons or ghost guns. I, I think I think I think that in this situation, there's a public safety issue here, because I don't I think people that are on this issue. A lot of these people are not just one issue voters when you talk about the two A people. They're one issue thinkers. Okay. They believe all of their American freedoms emanate from the Second Amendment. Okay. And they and they believe that there will be war declared, basically, if in any way the Second Amendment, which they tie to the be able to own as many guns as you want, wherever you want, as many assault rifles, assault style rifles as you want. They tie that to that very directly. And I think it's I think it's actually unsafe to have private citizens antagonize these people. By filing a lawsuit? So here's the thing. I don't think that you should have to live in the fear of these people who decide to take the law into their own hands with their guns if they feel that that's being threatened. Because you're not asking to take all their guns away. You're asking for assault weapons. And I get what you're saying. Those people who might possess multiple types have a certain mindset and they have a reason for for doing it. But does that mean that we then just bow down to that because they they are equipped with these type of weapons i i don't necessarily agree with that but i actually love what gavin newsom is doing i love it because i do think it shows 
how stupid the law is in Texas. And I do think it shows that it is a slippery slope. And if you're not going to rule on that and you're going to keep that law in place and you're going to put that in the hands of citizens, then this is that he's doing exactly what you've asked the Democrats to do constantly on this podcast. And that is stop being political, stop playing by the rules. He's fighting fire with fire. Oh, okay, that's how y'all want to do it. Y'all want to harm women and you want to take away their right and their choice and what they can do with their body bet we're going to apply that same logic to what I'm trying to accomplish in this in my state to say to 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 save people from people who are illegally man, uh, holding a certain type of gun or manufacturing guns that are illegal like the ghost guns that he refers to I love it I love it and so I, I don't so I, so I don't think it's the same thing number one okay. I'm not asking I'm not asking you to deputize I don't believe on, on either side, I don't believe in deputizing private citizens to go out there and maintain. I, I think don't that's either. A horrible but, thing for. But I for said society. it was stupid, and I think he, what he's saying is this is stupid. But if you're going to use it, then we're going to do the same thing over here. Yeah, but that's not going to affect what's going on in Texas. That's not going to make them stop. It's but it well, might right, make what, the what, Supreme what, Court what, make decisions where they should. Do you see what I'm saying? I don't. I don't. I don't know if it will. To to be honest with you, I think I I think that certain things are just bad for society. And normalizing and having a society where people are looking over their neighbors' fences and then bratting them out, and I think it invites a specific. I think right, and I don't think that I think fundamentally I'm against it. Period. Whether my side is using it or whether their side is using it, whether uh, people who I agree with politically are using it or people who I disagree with politically are using it, I think that's horrible for America. I I do too. That's bad, and I also think it's particularly bad. I know a lot of 2A advocates and 2A people. I'm telling you, I don't think this is a good idea. It's not a I good – none of it's a good idea. You're creating vigilantes. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying I like it because I think what you're – the Supreme Court is not stepping in. You talk about superheroes. You talk about people who have the power to do something. They're not doing it. They're not utilizing it. So what he's saying is it's you're allowing it to stay in place. I think if what he does gets passed – and it becomes implemented, and then you start to see other people give citizens the power to, to have something that they should not have. It's a power they should not have. I agree with you on that. Then maybe the people who do have power can put a stop to it and actually do their job. That's what I'm saying. It's more of like, I don't agree with it. I hate it both them both. But I'm just saying, it's maybe it'll get to the point a level of uh, gain some attention to where people actually have to step up and do something. The people who have the power to. I remember I was watching a view one time and uh, this was when Megan McCain, double M M squared M M the hit a killer was still on there. And she was, uh, she was talking about the fact that if they ever did an AR 15 buyback program or AR 15, uh, takeaway program if the gun was illegal that the cops would have to go down there and get the gun from her brother and in Arizona and they're going to have a hell of a time getting the gun and I was thinking to myself well what is what is the brother going to do is the brother going to sit there and bang it out with the police it like, sounds like, like she's saying like what that's exactly what it sounds like she's saying and I'm telling you a lot of people that stockpile these weapons a lot of them are just people who they're of course I don't want to mean to pay all gun owners with one brush like what I'm because I'm a gun owner. I own multiple guns, but there are people who are stockpiling weapons 
believing that the day is coming I, where they're going to have to use them. Okay. I know, you know what you're saying, but this law, but this mm-hmm. law, if it goes forward, also doesn't require you to peep over your your neighbor's fence. What it says is you file a lawsuit saying, I believe that this is happening, right? All right. And and what so what you're basically saying is they're gonna come to court. They're either not gonna come to court or they're gonna not, come, no, they're not, come not, to court. Not they're gonna up. come to court. Not they're gonna after they know who it's about, they're gonna be like, Yo, this is a big deal. And I'm telling you, it's 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 a weird thing. No, weird I'm thing. not I, I just I I understand the reason that they're trying to make this go down, and that's what I'm saying I I get. And you talk about stop playing by the rules, fight fire with fire, and it's like that's exactly what he's doing. That's exactly what he's doing. Yeah, but at the I think at the detriment, I think, but we can we'll agree to disagree. So I'm looking at I'm looking at a list of weapons who are actually legal. Flamethrower, legal. Flamethrower, legal. Okay. Legal in California. You can get a license for a flamethrower. The grenade launcher is not legal in California. It's legal in other places, though. An umbrella sword. What is that? Where you have you never seen an umbrella sword where you got the umbrella, but the cane is actually oh a my sword? Gosh, yeah. Shit, I'm gonna get one of them bitches. The way shit going on in California. Like, I'm gonna get me an umbrella sword. People are gonna be like, man, it's fucking it's sunny outside. Like, why do you have an umbrella <laughs> sword? Well, these guys got fucking choppers though. They got guns. You can get an umbrella sword for $30. And of course, the grenade launcher, you know, we talked about it. Katana blade, all of those things. Crossbow. I think a crossbow should be legal. Crossbow is like not, okay. it's not that big it's of a deal to have dead. a crossbow. Yeah. Um, A cannon is legal. I'm sorry, what? You can own a cannon. Yeah. Cannon shells are destructive devices. They can be registered with the with the ATF. And you can still have them, the cannon. All right. Um, speaking of that, have you started to move different in LA because they're saying that it's like the purge on the streets? I don't know if you guys saw this, but yeah, Brian was listening to something that terrified me, like some police talking. Some that yeah, cops went on the thing and said that LA that it's basically the purge now with the way people are getting robbed and shit. Have you started to move different in LA at all? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to talk about how because I'm not going to talk about how. This is the thing. And I want to have a heart-to-heart moment with the Thaw Warriors. Okay? I was leaving out of the... Uh, I don't want to turn racist. You know? I'm glad. I don't want to... I, I don't want to be racist. I don't want to profile. Okay. But this purge shit in LA is fucking with me. Wow. I was leaving out of the house because all of these dudes, when you see them in these videos, they look the same. They look thin. They got like a little bubble jacket on. They got the mask over their face, which mm-hmm. is supposedly for COVID, but really is so they could purge. And then they got a hood on, right? Like a hoodie on. The hooded jacket. They look the same. They're wearing some Adidas wind pants. they skinny. Okay. Is nobody right now that's any of these videos as Robin that I think has been over 200 pounds. These are little dudes going out there purging. So I'm leaving the goddamn house and I see a dude. He's standing right there. He's inside of the building. He's, he's got, inside he's, your building. He's inside the building. 
He's got the hood on. He's got the mask over his face. And he's got and I'm like, whoa. I look back, I go, yo, chill out. Y'all don't walk real quick. Say, like, baby, don't walk. Don't walk. Hold on. Let me check this out real quick. I go around the corner. I look at him. He's like, yo, man, do you know where the stairs are? And what I wanted to say is, what I wanted to say was, what are you doing in here? Because I, I really wanted to do that. And then I caught myself. I'm like, nah, man, nah. I can't. I'm like, the stairs are right here, young brother. And then he picked up some food. He was from Uber Eats. And then he's walking up the stairs to go up the thing. I'm telling you, man, I see groups of young kids walking together. And I think in my mind, man, frisk them. Somebody frisk them. He was black? He was black. And you're black. Fuck. So imagine what non-black people say when they see that. Now, I understand, but this is why. Like the purge, I, I just got this brand new chain, right? It was a great chain. I say was because I'm not wearing that bitch. It's got Harriet Tubman on it. You know? It's a nice chain. Shout out to my man, Amin Tommy. He made me a custom piece, Harriet Tubman chain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was expensive. I, I don't wear my chain around here no more, man. And you sh- I don't even wear my engagement ring. Yeah, that's a big prize right there. That's a prize because that motherfucker there is booming. <laughs> you know what I mean? But ABC paid for that? ABC paid for that. They did? Mm-hmm. Or NZK. Wait. Or NZK. Maybe the production company. Some, whatever was the show pay. Whoa. That was a joke. Is that <laughs> real? They bought your engagement ring? Everybody knows that. Fucking for true? Yes. And if you stay together longer than two years, you can you get to keep it. So like if let's just say if we if like a lot of couples don't make it. So if they hit two and a half years, the the woman gets to keep the ring. Wait a minute. Wouldn't everybody just how much is the ring worth? After talking about the purge, I'm not comfortable talking about all that. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that they actually bought the ring. That's nuts. Very nice ring. Um, but how have you? How are you moving different during the purge? I would you, like how, to how not talk about how I strategically move different on the I'll podcast. Tell you I'm doing it. That's great. Go ahead. You also like to so tell people is, where you live, which I'm not about that life uh, either. I'll tell you how I'm moving different in purge. Number one, absolutely zero jewelry being worn. Okay. No jewelry. Okay. Number two, I don't stand outside and talk to you no more. Okay, never did. If, <laughs> hey, you pull me up. Hey, aren't you the hey man? It used to be, aren't you the guy from TMZ? The purges made me less friendly. Because mm. I used to, hey man, you van from TMZ, blah blah blah. Hey man, come over here. Let's talk about it. Oh, oh wow. I, loved, I used to, no. I used to, used to always talk to people, not talking to them anymore. These are my three rules for the purge. Number mm-hmm. one, not no more friendly shit. I'm not talking to you no more. You know me from the show. You see me from the show. You like what I do. Say it from across the street. I'm not coming near you so you can rob the fuck out of me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, I specifically, specifically will not walk in certain neighborhoods in Beverly Hills at night because Beverly Hills is where it's going down. I don't walk at night at all. But I see, used I think to it's love different. Walking from, at night, and I'm and I'm not. Don't let anybody jump on me about the gender stuff. But I'm just saying, I think there's there's it's different with men and women. And as a woman, I would not walk. I don't walk hopper at night. I don't do that. Yeah, I just don't. Yeah, I used to love a good night walk, but no, uh, that's not happening. Yep. Number three, 
Like Kanye said back in the day, no more parties in L.A. Mm. I'm not going to any parties. Mm. I'm not hanging out in any places mm. till the purge is over. Is that why you didn't come to Brian's opening? No, I didn't think I would get purged there. I forgot about it. <laughs> Brian's opening was good. I saw that Eric Bigger was there. Oh, yeah, I forgot y'all know each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that Eric Bigger was there, but y'all could have got purged. Well, here's the thing. I told Brian, I said, you open this up to the public. I was like, do you have security? So there was definite. So like security was hired, paid for extra parking so people could park their, their cars in a gate with an attendant. So like there was security there. I was like, you opened it up. And you, like it, Honestly, it was a it was a perfect opportunity for people to get robbed. Yeah. Yeah. So it had to be security. It's by the way, people think that it's being a big deal made about this. Nah, man, it's real out here. It's real about here. Last question I'll ask you regarding the purge. Does the purge make you rethink your views on police budgets? I had a conservative friend of mine that called me up and was like, hey, you guys wanted to slash police budgets, less police on the streets, less police doing their thing. And now look, you're in the middle of the purge in Los Angeles. No, because (laughs) I don't think that's what it was about. The when you talk about police budgets, it's not to remove police off the streets; it's to have the pr- proper person going to the proper situation. So, someone who is trained, you know, to handle a high intense situation with someone with a mental dis- disability or having an episode doesn't necessarily need a police officer to draw guns on them. So, it's the appropriate person for the appropriate incident. I've never said uh, remove police to have less police. I've never said that. It's just more of make sure the person is properly trained to handle that situation rather than the first thing be i'm just gonna whip out my guns like understand that a situation is heightened understand the situation is sensitive i say that there needs to be a budget for training not necessarily removal so i don't agree with that because i've i've also heard people talk about the bell system in california as something that's an issue i like that's not i've no i'm not gonna sit here and say that means necessarily like the defund the police shouldn't shouldn't be an issue no, I'm I not going to do that. Uh, I am, though. It is. We on guard out here in L.A., purge-wise. We are. It's true. Y'all be careful. Uh, y'all be careful. Because y'all be careful. It's it's not it's not a game. Did you attend the uh, Larry Hoover concert for Kanye West? Brian's, ev- Brian's event was that night. So the answer mm-hmm. is no. But even if it had not been, you wouldn't have caught me there. Kanye and Drake had a, had a, a de facto versus, which is what it was, the LA Coliseum last Thursday night. Um, they were selling merch. This was to benefit freeing Larry Hoover. Did you go? If you guys, no. If you guys did, uh, if you guys do not know who Larry Hoover is, Larry Hoover uh, is. Hmm. How do I explain who Larry Hoover is? Who he is or who he was? Good question. Because I think you have to do both. Because who he is now is not who he was, which is the whole issue as to why he should be where he currently is right now. Okay, Larry Hoover, as I understand it right now, is serving time at ADX Supermax. You guys know what that is? That is basically a fucking superhero prison in Colorado. Um, He is imprisoned in Florence, Colorado. 
Supermax. You ever go see one of those movies? Like if you watch like Captain America, Winter Soldier, or Civil War, the fucking raft, oh, or like it's where they put. Like I tell you, some other people who are in Supermax, but whatever. Um, he's serving six life sentences uh, for a bunch of different things. Now he his he began one of the most notorious street gangs in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what happened subsequently after he began that, though, was that Larry Hoover instituted rules, regulations, and parameters uh, in these organizations in Chicago that many believe are needed to keep the streets of Chicago safe. Mm-hmm. Um, now there's no getting around the fact that he started the gang. Correct. There's no getting around the fact that a lot of heinous stuff came from the starting of the gang. But there are a lot of people who believe that if Larry Hoover was free right now, were free right now, that Chicago would be in a better situation. I don't know anything about that. What I do know is that they're never letting Larry Hoover out of jail. And it should be known that he has been in jail since, what, 1973? Is that correct? 1973. 1973. Yeah, yeah, 1973. Um, uh, I sincerely doubt in my mind that they ever let Larry Hoover out. They're not going to let Larry Hoover out. Right. I think that the, the, the feds are even shocked that they're letting Larry Hoover out. Does that mean that he shouldn't be let out? I actually don't know enough about it to know whether or not he should or whether or not he shouldn't. Um, Larry Hoover's son wanted to come on the podcast. What? Why didn't uh, we let him? Um, I think we still will. Okay. My man Amir hit me up and shout out to Amir and said that Larry Hoover's son wanted to come on the podcast. I think it's interesting to bring Larry Hoover's son on the podcast. The only thing I didn't want to do, they want their father out of jail. Mm-hmm. They want their husband out of jail, the Larry Hoover's uh, wife. I don't want to put them in a situation to where something happens that stops them from being able to achieve the goal. I know one of so, the attorneys on the case. So uh-huh. if, if we want to bring him on as well, you know what I mean? To like monitor the situation to make sure that there's no jeopardizing or anything like that. We can do that. Yeah. Well, because the reality is, if I'm being honest, I don't know if they should let Larry Hoover out. I really, the way I feel about people in prison is fucking let them all out. I don't really know. You, you know what I mean? Yes, like, I, I don't, know that is how you, you, feel. you know, like, I, I don't really, I don't like seeing people be in jail, but based upon, I haven't really heard the case for why Larry Hoover should be let out of jail, let out of prison. Um, and so I'd be interested to know. So, so maybe we should bring both have on. Them on. Both we'll bring on. Bring, bring, bring for both sure. On. But uh, anyway, Kanye West is real cool with a man named, Kanye West is real cool with a man named Jay Prince. Of course, you guys know who Jay Prince is, a hip-hop titan, the titan in the community, founder of Rapper Lot Records. And, Jay, and Drake is also uh, real cool. I think Jay, like, when I say real cool, Drake got his start under Jay and Jazz Prince. So Correct. that's a big part of that situation. Um, and so they uh, they had this concert. And the concert was selling some expensive shit. A pullover hoodie, hoodie $200. Baseball tee, $160. A jumpsuit, $360. Jeans and various washes, $400. And a hat for $60. A majority of the fits were presented in a light blue color with free Hoover on them. There's been a report in GQ that the profits from this merch will not be designated for charity. It says here. While pro- proceeds from the ticket sales for the concert will reportedly benefit a number of criminal justice reform groups, profits from the merch sales 
are not being earmarked for charity, a rep confirmed to GQ. It's worth noting that the concert came with an estimated budget of $10 million, which covered production costs, stage construction, event staff, security, and more. Kanye West partnered with Amazon Music for this. Is this tacky that the merch sales are not going to any type of criminal reform? Well, who's it going to? They don't particularly say. Okay. If it's going to somebody else that's going to help, like in some way, helping those in the criminal justice system or or like Larry Hoover's people or something like that, fine. But if it's going back to them or, you know, to the people who created the merchandise and this takes away from the what this entire concert was supposed to be. In my opinion, this concert wasn't supposed to be a moneymaker. This concert was supposed to bring awareness to Larry Hoover, to what's happening particularly to him, but then also what's just happening in general with the criminal justice system. So if profits were being made, they didn't need to sell merch. I mean, I guess people walking around with a free Larry Hoover sweatshirt could bring awareness to, hey, who's Larry Hoover and get maybe people involved in what's going on, but it wasn't necessarily necessary. I'm pretty sure jeans in four different colors isn't helping bring awareness to the criminal justice system. So it's not necessarily that there was a need for selling merchandise. So yeah, I got an issue with it if you're making profit off a concert that's supposed to be a benefit and with a purpose. I don't understand the purpose of the concert anyway, to be honest. And Larry Hoover's son himself is on record saying he had concerns about this concert for his father. So it looks a little shady to me. Doesn't look necessarily shady. It does if it depending me. on who it went to. Well, who's the money go to? Why you got four jeans of four different colors? It looks tacky Both. to me. It looks a little tacky to me. Uh, but Kanye West, he he escapes all of this criticism. Ye says that he's for the people. He's for the little guys. He hates classism. But then he'll sell you jeans for $400. Like, come on. $400. You know what? We will dive into the Larry Hoover issue here on Higher Learning. I think it's interesting. I just reached out to Amir. We will we will dive into this issue. We'll dive into it because we'll discuss uh, what a legacy means that might have started in one way and ended up in another way. We've seen this before. Stanley Tukey Johnson. We've seen guys who, and I believe Larry Hoover's conversion and Larry Hoover's uh, look at what he created in Chicago happened even before he went to jail. He looked around and saw, before he went to prison, he looked around and saw that maybe things were getting out of control and he tried to do better for his community. I'm not as up on the story. I have questions and who better to ask these questions to than Larry Hoover Jr. So I would definitely, definitely like to uh, to, to have them on the podcast. I don't know. I didn't think you would want to have that conversation, Rachel. I don't know why. I, why? I, I, do what? I, like I based you. on what? Well, that's that's par for the course on this podcast. But why well, why would I not want to have a conversation about Larry Hoover? I mean, your dad is the police, kinda. No, he's not. He's the police. Your dad's not the police? My dad's not the police. He's in law enforcement. No. Criminal justice. Well, yeah, criminal justice. He's a law law enforcement. He's a judge. He's a judge, man. I think about the judge so often, way too often do I think about the judge. I do. Daddy! Oh, shit. No, please don't do it. (laughs) No, okay, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. He's there. I'm I'm just joking. Don't do it. No, 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 no. No, no, no. I was just just playing. He called you the police. No! (laughs) Stop, Rachel. Seriously, man. Don't tell like, for real. Don't don't tell a judge on me. Megan the Stallion 
she got the 18th Congressional District Humanitarian Award. Then she also graduated from Texas Southern University, TSU, Texas Southern University. How fucking proud of Meg Thee Stallion are we right now? Humanitarian Award, she graduated from college. Good for Meg Thee Stallion, man. What an example Meg Thee Stallion is setting. You know what I mean? What example Meg Thee Stallion is setting for everyone? Exactly. And I love that she's so public with it, right? Like she's letting you know you can do both. You can achieve your dreams, but she's got multiple dreams, right? It's something she always said she wanted to do. Such an example. There's so many people who look up to her who are going to remember this. She can show you you can work hard. You can play hard too. I love every part of it, especially with all the stuff that she's been through. You know, she Mm -hmm. didn't let it deter her. Good for Meg the Stallion. What's going on with that? I, I literally thought about this the other day. Yeah. What's We've happening heard with that? nothing. Tory Lanez is out in these streets, you know what I mean? Taking stages, making music. Meg the Stallion's doing her thing. And it's it's almost as if it didn't happen. But surely it's an ongoing case. So let me ask you a question. It's an ongoing case. I have no idea what's going on with it. Of course, I believe Meg the Stallion and what she said. Mm-hmm. What if he pleads to a lesser charge? Mm-hmm. The charges are dismissed in some way mm-hmm. or if Tory beats it, mm-hmm. what happens then? Well, they're all different, right? Like if he pleads okay. to a lesser charge, meaning he pled guilty and there's some sort of confession. So let's say let's say he doesn't. So I'll put it to you like this. So let's go through this a couple of times. Let's say he takes a gun charge mm-hmm. and doesn't take a charge of assault with a deadly weapon or a, a charge of shooting her. Let's say he just takes a gun charge. The other charge they throw out, but he takes a gun charge. What will that say to you? I got a problem with it because I believe uh-huh. Megan in this situation. And so mm-hmm. it's similar to what you said about Jesse, right? If the people need to hear from you, right? I want you to take what I believe because I'm choosing to believe Megan. I want you to take responsibility for what you did. And that's the only way I'm going to be able to move forward with you. Possibly. Anything less than that, I just, I, I can't, I can't. Like, unless it didn't happen, it comes out in court that none of that happened, which I don't believe, I can't see it any other way. So no matter what, if you get off, I still don't, because it could be a lack of evidence, right? Like, there were only a few people in the car. It could be he said, she said, maybe there's not enough evidence. Cases, people are found not guilty, you know, it doesn't mean that necessarily it didn't happen, okay? So and you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I, I do know. So- can I ask a question? A question I think is a fair question. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Justice Smollett verdict, him being found guilty, was a nail in the coffin mm-hmm. for a lot of people saying that Justice Smollett now is guilty of this. Mm-hmm. What you're saying that in the case of Tory Lanez, even a not guilty verdict wouldn't mean that you don't believe Meg the Stallion. So what I'm saying is, so hold on. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is, just so we know, a lot of people have made up their minds on these things mm-hmm. before they get to the court of law. I have, clearly. If you're listening to what I'm saying, my mind is made up. It would literally right. have to come out that, you know, he was in a different car or something. It wasn't him, right? Because we, we know she was shot in the foot. We saw a video of her walking out the car. It would have to be something so off for me. But I just believe so, it, it can't be there wasn't enough evidence. It's inconclusive for a hung jury or whatever, or not guilty just because they didn't prove their case. I, I really believe he shot her in the foot. 
I'm not saying that he didn't. No, I know. What you're I'm not. Saying, I know. Yeah, I'm not saying that he didn't. Uh, what I what I'm saying is that think about what we're talking about. So what you're essentially saying is it would take if this went through, if if this went to trial and he was found not guilty, you still wouldn't believe <laughs> that he didn't shoot her in the foot. I yeah, I know. It's I'd, it's listen, he can go. That's just me. Because if he's found not guilty, he will go on making music. He will be successful. Sure. And I hate, but and I, and I hate what it will do to Megan, because when Megan did say he shot her in the foot, people still went after her. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna hate the way it's gonna play out. I'm just saying, for me, my personal preference, I'm done. Mm. It's no Tory for me. There's no Tory in in the household. I, I, I have no problem with that. I do Is find it, it fair. Is it logical? No. I do find it interesting that they're the actual outcome of the case in a lot of people's minds doesn't matter. Yeah, for That's this situ- for this situation. And honestly, for Jesse too. If he was found not guilty, I still think he lied. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I All right. and I and I know this is so wrong for me to say as a former attorney, but in the I I am since I'm not practicing, I'm making decisions in the court of public opinion. Right. And I chose sides. Okay. It's not fair. I can admit well, yeah, that. It is what it is. Interesting sport story from the sports world. Mother of teen who punched girl during a basketball game, charged for encouraging her to do it. Uh, this is very funny. Oh, God. <laughs> this is very funny. 44-year-old Latira Shoney Hunt has been hit with two misdemeanor charges due to claims that she encouraged her daughter to hit a player on the opposing team following an interaction on the court. Uh <laughs> the mother was in attendance in the game when the November 7th allegedly yelled, you better hit her for that. In the clip that went viral last month, the teen girl can be seen approaching the other girl before sucker punching her. <laughs> is that the exact quote? Is that the exact quote? You better hit her for that. Do you think this is fair? You think this is fair? Number one, so wait a second, wait a second, wait a second, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, that's funny to me, bro. That's funny, dog. Yeah, yo, you better it's hit her for quote. that. I, it's the quote. Yeah, that's you what I said. Are that. you just that's paraphrasing, or did she actually? That's say that. funny. You, hey, hey, your mom's watching. Hey, get on her fucking ass for that. That's too far. I like it. Um, you agree with this? Somebody's got to be responsible, right? So I'm sorry. Some, like, and this is coming from somebody who has an extreme temper. Okay, I've learned to control it. But when I played basketball. I had a really, really bad temper. Like I was not known to, I mean, to not fight, right? That was, that was my MO. It's where Big Rage came from. Um, But I never, I never punched anybody like that. And I can't imagine one of my parents yelling out that I need to hit her. You know, there's, there's something to say, stand up for yourself. There's another thing to say, you better hit her because Listen, somebody's got to be responsible. The girl got a concussion, okay? The girl, she hit her hard. She hit her in the neck. It was like face and neck. The girl got a concussion. The girl was not okay. Somebody has to be held responsible for that because that girl can't do that again. The girl's got to learn a lesson. And if it's the mother, mom's got to know you can't say that because children take what you say literally. The child might have thought, if I don't hit her, I'm going to get hit later. If I I've been do- in that situation before. Yeah. My pop sees somebody like, yo, look, Van, for real. You need to go in there and get busy. Like if you don't, like my dad told me, go out there and fight. Like, go. Sometimes you gotta. If somebody hits you, now I was told that they hit you, you need to hit them back. In this situation, something happened. 
And um, then she said, you better hit her for it. So who it knows? Was, what, is there that, was a, a look. It was like a rebound situation and they both fell. You know what I mean? But the mom felt like it was too much. I'm going to be real with you. Sometimes you got to make a statement, man. That's not the I statement to make. She could have pushed her a little bit. I guess the mom, I see, that's what I would say if I was the mom. If I was the mom, I'd turn states on my kid. I was like, I didn't say punch, by the way. I said hit. That could be like a shoulder check. You know what I'm saying? Like what Marquise Morris did, because I'm good for that. If you, like, I used to play Marquee. big down there. I'm good for that. If you, if I get one too many hard fouls, you're going to get a super hard foul in return. Then whatever yeah. you do is on you. I was good for that. So maybe when she said hit, maybe the kid took it too literally. I blame the child. Well, the, if I'm oh, the no, mom, no. they're both to blame, for no, sure. No, if I'm the mom, I say, look, this motherfucker ain't got no comprehension. I say hit. I didn't say punch nobody in the throat. You know, I need to hear her tone. Detention. I need to hear the tone in which she I like said this it. though. To me, this is involved parenting. It's kind of shit I like. Like, um, she, okay, she could have been like, "Don't let her get away with that. You better stand up for you yourself." Would you want to live to be 300 years old? What do I what no. I, I need I have more questions than that. Is this your very serious question? Okay. It, no. This okay. is not my very serious question. My very serious question is something different. Uh Elon Musk says Neuralink can start implanting chips into humans in 2022. People with severe spinal injuries would get the tech. The billionaire says could help them walk again. Let me tell you why I ask you. Yeah, why you did you want, ask me that? We want to live to be three hundred. This to me is the beginning of a phenomenon. This to me is the beginning of singularity, mm-hmm. where humans will merge with computers. Mm. It'll it'll help us figure out all kinds of diseases, all types of ailments, all types of disorders that could possibly extend the lifespan of human beings. Like. In a sort of undefinable, indefinite way. There is technology that could possibly be used to where human beings could live a lot longer, be a lot more efficient. And this this Neuralink stuff is the beginning of it. Think about this. What if this if the Neuralink can regenerate cells that help you uh, walk again? Could, could it re- regenerate deteriorating cells in your body uh, that show aging? Could it fight cancer? Could it do all of these things? And at the point that it can, what then defines a natural lifespan? So the question is, would if, if this is possible, what he's saying, and most futurists believe that we're going to get to a point where stuff like this is possible, would you want to be someone who was walking around right now looking like you look at oh, 250 I got, years old? I get to look like this at, at 250 and 300? Yeah, if the That's, shit was worth so it. That was one of my that was one of my questions. Um, well, to, uh, something you said about it being natural, it's obviously not, right? If you're going to put a chip in my brain or on some type of cell, to, to that's not natural. So none of what it is, is natural. natural. What is natural? I mean, if you're altering certain cells, right, to make me age younger, that's not natural. Like, I'm not naturally aging. Is flying on a plane natural? Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> so but you, it you, weren't, but you weren't supposed to do it. It doesn't affect my body. I guess is what I'm saying. Like you're well, it takes your body from one place to another place. Right, but it doesn't affect me. It doesn't affect my natural progression as a human being. You're, well, you're, you're, you're changing the cons, the like me. 
You're changing okay. the composition composition of me. So, um, I guess I would ask you then: Is like, is shampoo natural? Is okay? Are synthesized vitamins natural? Are pharmaceutical drugs natural? Why are you trying to Why are you trying to have this argument with me? I'm going to quote Elon because Elon uh-huh. said, "I think we have a chance of being able to allow someone who cannot walk or use their arms." Or use their arms, be able to walk again, but not naturally. Right. Here's the thing, though. When he says not naturally, what I'm talking to, what, what this what I this how I believe in this. I think that anything that exists in nature is natural. Anything. So anything that exists in any, because even the natural world is there to be manipulated. So anything that exists in nature is natural. Anything that exists in nature is natural. So okay, well we I can think, agree I to think, disagree on that. I think if you figure out how to repair somebody's spine, you know that's natural. I don't want to live to be three hundred. I'm not trying to work for that long. That means I got to deal with, with Earth's problems. I don't want to live till I'm three hundred. That's the thing. The thing like, is, will I, the Earth I, be still in good? Yeah, in good, like I don't want to be de- struggling and de- no, I do not want to live that long. I'm sorry. That's Van's very serious question of the week. Didn't you just say it wasn't? No, I didn't. I said the fucking Neuralink was it. Oh. Oh, maybe I did lie. If you could live to be 300 years old with technology, would you want to live to be 300 years old? You are saying no. No. What are you saying? Probably. It depends on what kind of cool stuff was on the horizon. You know what I mean? Because the only thing I think about is I think about the cool stuff that I'm going to miss, you know? But like, if there was a lot of cool stuff, like, People think cool stuff is like going to Mars. That's not what I'm talking that's about. That's not talking cool about, at all to me. That's not cool at all. But I'm thinking about like if at, if at some point I'm going to be able to take a pill and it's going to like let me fly, that would be cool. I don't want to work know? for 300 years. I don't want to watch people die for 300 years. I don't want to watch. Like I just I just don't. Yeah. You're out of here. I'm too um, negative for 300 years. I don't want it. Yeah. How do you think? When we cut out the Meg the Stallion Tory Lanez thing, how do you think people are going to react to you saying that? I think that's I think that's going to make a lot of people upset, Rachel. Why would it make people upset? I'm choosing that, to believe that Me- that Megan's Megan's story. Well, no, no. Here's the thing: you could be upset if you want to. All I'm doing, <laughs> all I'm doing, is telling the truth because we all have right. our opinions, and whether you want to admit it or not, you have chosen to believe one or the other. I'm choosing to believe Meg the Stallion, regardless. I, no like, matter what, hold on. You're choosing to believe Meg the Stallion, no matter what comes I up. I would, I like. So she's lying about like for you to not. I'm believe not saying her, she's lying. I believe you, her too. Not you. This is a general yeah. you. This is a general you. Yeah. Who is that? I'm just laughing at Brian crawling on the floor not to be seen. Um right. I that mean oh yeah, I know it's, this is a general you. I'm not talking about you Van Lathan specifically. What I'm saying is is that for me to not believe her means that she lied or she really didn't get shot in the foot by Tory Lanez or it wasn't him that pulled the trigger. I just can't see it any other way. And so I'm choosing to believe Megan. I don't care. Y'all come at me if you want. You can come at me. Like, I don't like the way Tory Lanez has handled the whole situation afterwards. I'm choosing to believe Megan. But I, I really do need to know what's happening in the case, though. It was too public for now to be so quiet. What's happening? Yeah. 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 We'll see. We'll see. All right. We're out of here. So you're choosing to believe uh, the court system. 
let me just get this right. What the court says is is true <laughs> is what you believe. So if the court says that he's not guilty, then you believe Tory and Megan lied about it. That's what you're saying. What, what I'm telling you right now is that I believe Megan, but not to the point to where evidence came out that said that it didn't happen, that I wouldn't believe I it. said that. I said evidence would have to come out that like he wasn't in the car at the time. Me, that, uh, how about this? How about this? How about this? If... So if, if Tory Lanez pleads to a lesser charge, like if he pleads to a gun charge, that doesn't mean he didn't do it. Exactly. Right. But if they go through a trial and Tory Lanez is found not guilty, he's not guilty. Ooh. The same the same, the same, same way I was with Jesse, right? The, 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 it, so did like, OJ I, do it? Well, no, he didn't. Okay. But there's, but, there's, but there's a difference with OJ, though. And I'll tell you what the difference is. The difference is OJ didn't murder Nicole Brown Simpson and 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 Ron Goldman. I can't say that, but he did kill them because there was a wrongful death ch- case where the same uh, like uh where he was found liable for for them being killed. So you could say that OJ killed them. Now, if you ask me what I believe, no. that's one thing. No. It you can. That's a civil case. It, yeah, the civil case still is a, is enough of a you can't so the civil case is talking about wrongful death. He, killed them but you can you can't say he's he's a murderer because he got off for it now if you ask me what i think it's one thing right you know what i mean but in this particular case i think there is way way as as far as what we know because we haven't gone to trial yet there is way less damning evidence way less damning evidence against tory lanes than megan Megan the south that's all i'd say so if they like well all i'm saying is i believe megan but i could be wrong and I think that's an interesting thing. I think a lot of people have made up their minds on it no matter what happens. And I think that's very interesting. So go we'll get, see. We'll see get, what happens. Go get Papa. All right. That's enough. <laughs> Take your thinking caps off, but do not stop learning. I am Van Lathan Jr. And I'm Rachel Lynn Lindsay. Bye, guys. Hold on real quick. Oh, Hold no. on before we leave. Before we Something leave. happened? Derek Chauvin appears ready to plead guilty to violating George Floyd's civil rights, according to a court notice. A hearing has been scheduled for Wednesday for the former Minneapolis police officer to change his current not guilty plea. He is going to change his not guilty plea uh, this upcoming Wednesday in the federal case for violating George Floyd's civil rights. It looks like he is changing his plea in the federal case. He's already been convicted of the state crime. It looks like he is not going to fight the federal crime. Good. Um, Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and that reminds me, we need to because bring attention to this because there is another trial that's going on. And, and that is the trial of Kim Potter, who um, shot and killed Dante Wright at a traffic stop in Minnesota. And we haven't been where we'll be following the case. It's still ongoing. But I did not even realize that trial was going on. And I just wonder how many other people didn't as well. So it's just something that we need to remember. We need to be following um, what happens with that. If you'll remember, Kim Potter was, has, was a veteran who had been on the force for 26 years. And instead of pulling her taser to aim at Dante Wright, she pulled her gun and she shot and killed him. Yes, yes. Dive into both of those on Thursday. Alistair, peace out, my young G. I see you right there in the camera. Uh, uh, we will talk high. to you. Bye. He says bye. Bye, Bye, Alistair. Bye. We're going to see you guys Friday. We out. Bye.